stories, real stories from real midwives. This is Head On View. Day in the life. <laughs> she said what? These are our stories. Hello and welcome to another episode of Head on View podcast. Thanks for coming back to listen. Thank you, thank you. So, good news today, we have Penny with us. Yay! (laughs) So, I am Carly and I've got... Laura. And... Penny. So... As you know me and Laura, let's have a little get to know Penny so we all know who everyone is. Tell us about yourself, Penny. Hey, guys, I'm Penny. I work as a nurse and a midwife and I'm not from the UK or the US. I'm from Australia. Oh, that's a shame. And I work at a major Melbourne hospital. I've been a nurse for almost over 10 years, a midwife for five, and I've just started maternal child health and I've been doing that for almost a year. Cool. Loving it. (laughs) So today we are talking about expectations of a midwife so as in like what we expected and how it really is in real life as working as a midwife so I think as we all know I really didn't have much clue to what a midwife did before I became a midwife like I mean apart from babies that was it and then obviously when you start studying and you know going to placements you get an idea me personally I felt like like the main importance was kind of based on birth suite and it was all like that's like all like yeah and it was all like oh my god all about births and you're counting your births and and that's why you know where all these amazing yeah, stories happen yeah. and you know that's kind of where the main yeah in, that's what I felt anyway the main importance was placed on that and then as working as a midwife there's so much more than just the actual delivery yeah, like there's so much more like that is like such a mm. small part and even for the women like that's a such a small part of their kind of motherhood journey that's where all the importance is placed yeah definitely I remember my first lecture in midwifery and they're like everyone put your hand up if you became a midwife uh, because you like babies and people put their hands up I'm, uh, I'm looking around the room thinking, really? That's why you became a midwife? Why didn't you just become a special care nursery nurse or like just a nurse? And But there were people who seriously just loved babies so much. They wanted to be around babies all the time. And that's why they were doing the course. And then the other girls were like, we just want to help women give birth. And I was like, I don't want to do either of those things. <laughs> Is there an optional extra? Like, am I in the right degree? So I think my perception was not of birth. It was actually sort of more of like a global thing like breastfeeding and getting me my drugs for pain relief like yeah. like helping women and I couldn't believe that I didn't think it was all about birth but I soon learned that I was in a cohort cohort of women cohort 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 I'll not say that word again cohort of women who thought it was all about birth home birth natural birth vaginal birth 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 like yeah, yeah. but I don't think that's unusual that is where Whereas, um, yeah, I think we need to remember that there is so much more to me. I mean, the whole thing like midwife, that sort of means being with women. So, 
Yeah, so it's the whole, the whole, the whole person. Yeah, yeah. the whole person. But also starting with there's so much like, even antenatally from like becoming pregnant, being yeah. pregnant, like just dealing with your normal pregnancy. You know, like when you're in an antenatal appointment and someone will come in and they'll be like, "Oh my god, my hands are hurting. I've got a sore back. My hips are hurting. I need to pee all the time. I feel sick." And you're just like, "Oh, you know, that's just normal pregnancy side effects." Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. sorry, this exactly. is this is pregnancy. Like this. Is great you're telling me all this because you know one day you might tell me something that's not normal and I need to know yeah but when they cut all these things and you're just like oh god yeah like, sorry my back hurts and yeah they want you to like wave a magic wand yeah and, and although you know we can try and give you advice and hints and tips of things that can yeah, lessen this definitely. sometimes like pregnancy just like really bloody sucks for people yeah and sometimes yeah. you are in pain or you're itching or you feel sick for like yeah. eight months and yeah, the only good. way to stop that <laughs> is to get that baby out yeah and exactly. obviously you you have to wait, yeah. Yeah. So, Laura, I'm, I'm actually one of the people that you actually didn't like in your lecture theatre. I was one of the people that went into I was like, what? Because <laughs> I actually did love babies and I wanted to have a more happier work environment than um, general nursing. So... Um, <laughs> I actually plan to work in the special care nursery. How things have changed in five years, yeah. and which is funny because yeah. you don't work in there anymore. No, I no. Don't. no. So is that because you sort of found that working with babies wasn't for you, or was it more like the workplace or the people? Or um, it was like- a bit of both actually. But I found that I actually started enjoy teaching women about how to look after their babies and empowering them. And as much as that was great and the special care like there's a lot more than special care and you know, special care is so specific it's very specific yeah. and I remember my as you were saying about birth week my first lecture was this is VEs I'm like oh is this what midwifery is all about I thought it was you know picking up a baby and changing a nappy and then you know putting it in the bath <laughs> and that was a bit of an eye opener but I just enjoy teaching women about their babies and helping them to be strong people and yeah, yeah. I, I kind of love how that, you know, we all sort of came into this thinking, oh, this is what we're going to love and what we're going to do. And yeah. then you all end up doing like such different. different things. But I also love that about the industry, like not just with midwifery, mm. but with nursing as well. Like there's so many avenues, but even with midwifery, because yeah. I feel it gets very pigeonholed and you say, oh, I'm a midwife. And they're like, oh, so you deliver babies. Like yeah. just to kind of the I've had Joe blow on the street. Before, and you're yeah. just like, well, you know, just like how nursing, there's a gazillion things you can do like how many you, babies you, did you deliver today like, like i yeah my shift's only eight hours long like, <laughs> what do you think the babies just pop out every yeah. hour. they're all just lining up there and yeah it's like it's it's a yeah. factory like one two yeah it's like but i think it's definitely really good to let people know especially if they're thinking about becoming a midwife that there yeah. are more options like you don't yeah. just have to work in a delivery suite in a hospital yeah. i mean great if you love that because someone's there yeah. but there are options as well because you get people and they're just like I'm not enjoying this I hate this like mm. oh is this the wrong career for me and it's like no wait because there's so many options and I think when you're a student you have to go through all those clinical areas to pass mm. certain exams and pass certain clinical competencies and you know get you know your little book ticked off so you have to do yeah. all those areas but also, and you sort of yeah. feel like you're yeah. you're stuck in this I'm always going to have to do uh, rotate through birth suite I'm always going to have to rotate through special care or you know, like I got to a certain point in birth suite where I was like, oh, this is for the dogs. Like, I can't stand this. I don't like this at all. This causes me an enormous amount of stress. And I come to work like 
really anxious and stressed already. And I would stand in birth suite at handover. My, I could feel my heart rate. It's my heart rate's going up just mm-hmm. thinking about it. I hated it so much. I got to a point where I was like, I can't work in here anymore. Did you find as a student that you felt the same? Yeah. Yeah. So all the time. When I was yeah. a student, I just was like, I want this shift to end. I hate this. I hate this. And did you this. do your student placements at the same hospital where you ended up working or no? Different. A little bit different. Yeah. Like my very, where I work now is where I did my last okay. first yeah. placement. And the yeah. problem is I got my grad year and there's only two weeks in between when I finished my placement and got my grad yeah. year. Did you feel it was hard people were seeing people, you different as like a yeah. student to now people I'm a qualified me, midwife? treated me as if I'd been there longer and they were leaving me alone. Oh, okay. Because they'd been so used to seeing yeah, you around and so they were like. seeing me all so, the time. Yeah. So they thought I knew what I was doing. And yeah. <laughs> but I did feel that. I know like when you get assigned a student and it's like, I love working with students, so no drama. Yeah, but people mm-hmm. will say, they'll be like, oh, so, oh, you know, student, whatever the name is. Oh my God, she's great. She's so good. She's so competent. Rara. And you do kind of give them, especially if you're working with them and yeah. you know it's their fourth year, it's their yeah. last, you try and give them a little bit more space, I guess, to sort of work independently. Yeah. Um, and then I guess mm. if you then see that person the next week and they're there in their scrubs and you're like, oh, they know what they're doing. But I guess we kind of need to remember that, no, they are still very yeah. new. And although as a student, they were fully competent because essentially they had you there with you the whole yeah. time. So if anything went wrong, you could be you like. Can suddenly yeah. administer drugs yeah. and make clinical decisions yeah. that you can sign off on. They yeah. Sign the CTGs. Yeah. And, and I, they put me straight into birth suite. Mm. I didn't even get a break. And I just, there was at one point there where I was like, I can't do this. It's, there has to be other things that I can do. Yeah. And that's when I found clinic and I did like an extra long rotation in clinic. And I was like, oh, this is, this is what I, oh, I love yeah. this. And of course I love breastfeeding and teaching them to breastfeed. And now I do a heap of home visiting and I love home visiting. Home visiting is like domiciliary is the best. I just realized we've had this music playing the whole time in the background. And I thought, hang on. I know, like, I like, oh, I like this song. I know. And I just thought, oh, I better stop this music because it's probably not like, yeah. But anyway, so sure no one will mind that a little bit of music's on in the background. It was a bit of a surprise. Last time there was a cat jumping. I know. Well, you know, because I'm just saying, like I always have music on in the background. So it kind of just like. It only dawned on me because I was like, oh, I like that song. Yeah, that's the same. Like I felt like we had a quiet moment. And I was like, oh, wait, I forgot to stop the music. Hopefully Um, that's fine. Speaking of issues, I think it's really important that we all actually came from different areas. So Laura, you started off as a bachelor you did bachelor of mid mm. Carly did bachelor of nursing and mid yeah I did the I've double through yeah postgrad so we've all had different yeah and we yeah and we will do an yeah. app about that yeah. as well kind of like your different different options mm. like how to be a midwife because there mm. are a lot of different, different ways, ways yeah yeah to get into yeah, it definitely I reckon a good thing we could talk about now is maybe shift work like, yeah what did, what did you think well I guess for me so you know I came in as a trade student and the area I was working in before like in a in a newsroom I was actually doing permanent night shift where yeah. I came from so always doing that yeah <laughs> so to me like I was already sort of doing nights and I got used to you know working a lot so actually for my first year of study I was working full-time and studying full-time mm. so I'd be like working night shift and then I'd finish at like 6 37 in the morning and then I'd go straight 
lecture lectures that would be starting at eight. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I was like, crazy. And then, like, you know, if you'd Mm -hmm. have a break in between your lectures during the day, like one or two days, I would actually go to my my car and sleep (laughs) and have a sleep in my car, in the car park. That's crazy. And then, and, you know, because we had crazily, like, just purchased a house a year before I was like, oh, let's go back to uni. And, yeah. yeah. So I had to work that job because I just couldn't afford, but it actually got to the end of the first year study. I was just like, I cannot do this. This is so hard. I was like, I can't work full time and study for. I was just like, oh, it took me a year because I kept, you know, I kept After thinking, one day I been like, this is bullshit. I kept thinking I could stick it out, and I was actually hoping I'd get made redundant too. But like, I think they knew that I was studying, so it was kind of like a waiting game, and they won because I couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, so for me, like, I have never, I have done, you know the traditional nine to five like when I was temping working in office and to be honest I hated it I think I've never drunk so much alcohol in my life or maybe when I was young but yeah but like literally like (laughs) I I remember like when I was working nine to five I would probably come home every day and have like a bottle of wine with dinner and I was just like oh like it was just draining on my life so for me I love shift work um because I just I like I don't like the nine to five but I know for some people who will just find nights like really hard and they hate it and yeah and some students as well like I did night shifts as a student but I know some hospitals I'd spoke to some students they'd be like I've only done like day shift Monday to Friday and I'm like what that's not and because as a student you're you're working full time that's one of the things I found hardest is that when I did clinical placements they're expecting you to work full-time hours Mm. so you can get up your clinical hours and pass all your competencies and get all your births and um that's what I found hardest because when I was doing clinical placement, my children were very young and I was trying to get them to daycare and we only had one car and like pick them up. Like it was just, I was like, this is ridiculous. But then once I started working, what I like about shift work is that you can work for five days straight and then you can get like four days off. Yeah. Depending on how many hours you work in a fortnight. But that's what I like about it. Nights, I don't actually mind doing the night shift. Now I've worked out how to stay up. Like how to get sort of your sleep pattern. Like, and, and yeah. I sleep during the day. Like I'm, one, I'm someone who can just sleep six, seven hours. The actual doing of the night shifts, I don't mind and I can do it. It's recovering from night shifts because I got fucking kids are in my ear asking for stuff and then yeah. I'm talking to basketball training and I'm trying to wake up and I'm older. I do think as you get older and I do think as you start. So I did permanent nights for so long. And I, mean, I know you and I are the same age, but yeah. kids have added at least one yeah. <laughs> And I think they just like probably in the last few months like I stopped doing night shift as in permanent night shift mm. and I've done a couple um, every sort of sporadically and just doing those sort of couple when I'm not used to doing them my god <laughs> like it was pretty bloody tough night shifts the three yeah. never would yeah. have really become yeah, yeah that's exactly. how we met True. exactly you, do, you don't do nights anymore do no you? well I think I am the plan is coming out soon yeah I'm a legitimate night owl so I it's right. So Penny's just breaking her microphone, but it's all good. I'm pretty sure it should still work. Yeah. <laughs> what was I saying? That you uh, are a night owl. I'm a night owl. So, so if you are not working, like, do yeah. you normally stay up I to stay like up to midnight? Yeah. Okay. Well, to me, midnight. I feel like that's not a night owl. That's just like. I would be. It's just like late. Like, I'm happy yeah. to be sitting on my couch and watching. You know, yeah. binge watching. But it's very different sitting on your couch watching Netflix to free in the morning because you can't. 
stop watching the next step of whatever yeah. Yeah. compared to having yeah. to think and concentrate and work. Yeah. I think Three in the morning is yeah. the wall. I think the worst bit is the following day when you have to get up and you know you have to work and you're like sitting and you're like, Ugh, and there's dishes that need to be done. To be honest, sometimes yeah. if I did a big thing of night shifts in yeah. a row, like I would do nothing but work and sleep. I was like, yeah. oh, I can't, I can't do anything. Yeah. Like we'd have a lot of Uber Eats. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I that's life. Think, I think <laughs> most people, when they get into midwifery, they think, yeah, yeah, we can do shift work. But I think it really depends on how much help you have at home. <laughs> what else you've got going on at home. When I did my grad year, I had, you know, a partner that wasn't very supportive and night shift was hard for him as in he was affected by it. Mate, I'm the one doing it, but it's because I wasn't present in the same capacity I'm present. And I think that's something people need to realize if they get into a job like this. It's not just being at work all the time. It's that you're giving yourself emotionally a lot. Like you're, you're being compassionate to people who you'd rather punch in the face sometimes. And that's just how it is. That's just how it is. Sometimes you just have to be like, well, this is my job. I'm here to help this person. Even if you're not in the right headspace, you're still doing it. So you get home and it's not like a normal nine to five job where you've got home and you're like, Oh, I have, I've been at work all day. Like it's been really hard because I've been at work. It's like emotionally draining and mentally draining as well. Yeah. You know, like women cry, you know, babies turn blue, people bleed. Like your job is so stressful. And then on top of that, you come home. And I think it's not like as well. If you go, Oh, I'm working nine to five in office. You can clock out at five. Boom, done. The amount of times I can even count the amount of times you've had to stay back because things have happened or yeah well the woman for eight hours i mean she's about to push a baby out to be honest i'm normally pretty keen to go home so don't do that but like but (laughs) obviously if something major has happened like when emergencies are happening Mm. and you know you're like fuck someone's about to die you can't just be like okay clocking off now see ya bye Uh, like you have to stay and make sure that's okay and yeah i don't know what you guys are like but sometimes i've had a day where like especially if i've been out on the road and i've visited Mm. people I've had like three women cry on me or, mm-hmm. or I've had to readmit someone or two babies that have to be readmitted or they're sick or I get home and I'm just like, oh, I come home and I'm mes- mentally and physically drained. Yeah. Like I sit on the couch mm-hmm. and I'm like, I can't, can't move, I can't, can't do move, anything, but I yeah. have to move because the kids are like, what's for dinner? And when they haven't done anything I've asked them to do or something like that, but yeah, that's yeah. why you don't have kids. <laughs> Says the midwife. <laughs> I think the main thing with all this shift work and the job that we do is that you need a good support network. So you need you to, do. if you've got great friends that work nine to five, that's awesome. And at times they don't understand when they have a birthday party planned for Saturday, but you're working the other and then you're working the Sunday morning. So find yourself a good group of midwifery friends that work shift work so they know uh, what your day is like. Yeah. Because if you tell, you know, Joe Blow, this is what happened on my shift, I had to read me the patient and they're like, oh, okay. But also just Ooh. someone you can talk about the stuff yeah, that happened yeah. because I feel people understand especially when you've had like some traumatic shit go down I know I've come home in the morning or I'll call like my husband on the way home and just be like oh my god and like <laughs> just like crying on the phone and then I'll get home and I'll literally just get straight into bed and just have a massive cry oh. and he'll be like oh my god what happened and then sometimes he'll be like what and like and I can try and explain it. to him and he's like yeah and then sometimes it's not even something really bad like it's just like I remember once someone said to me wait so he are you crying over CTG stickers? And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, God damn it. I'm crying 
never see DGs again. Make me very sad. Like, sometimes yeah, yeah. you just need to cry, and it's not even over. Like, oh my god, I thought someone was going to die, or we did this research. It is over it's, CTG it's, stickers. It's because we, when I went to visit someone the other day, the mum said to me, "All of you give so much of yourselves. Like, it's such an amazing job." And I was like, "Oh yeah," and she's like, "Don't you think it is?" And I'm like, "No, no, no. Like, don't get me wrong. It, it is an amazing job, but it's like when you see someone doing a job that you've never done before, you're like, wow, that must be really interesting. There's always something about that job that you're like, well, sometimes it sucks. For me, I'm so glad I went back and did mm. this back and studied. Like, you know, despite all the sometimes negative aspects, there are a lot of positive yeah. aspects yeah. and I do love it. Like I yeah. do actually love it. And I think if you're yeah. thinking of becoming a midwife or a nurse midwife or anything like that, when people ask me, mm. like, what do you think? Like I had a patient the other day. She's like, I'd love to be a midwife. I'm always just like, do it. Yeah. I'm like, do it. Yeah. If you don't like it, you'll know. If you don't do it, you'll always be like, oh, I could have done that. Yeah. Yeah. And when you think about the time, because I remember when I was looking at this degree and I was like, four years. I was like, bloody hell, like four (laughs) years. That's like such a long time. And I remember someone said to me, they said, and I can't remember who said this, or maybe I said it to myself. I don't know. (laughs) And so like, yeah, I give good advice. I could have said it to myself. Who knows? But someone was like, okay, so it's four years, but what if you don't do this what are you going to be doing in four years time and I was like I'll probably still be here hating this guy that I work with the field I was in the office I was working there was kind of nowhere else for me to go there was managerial positions whatever I could have gone to but I was just like wasn't interested in them for the extra couple of dollars and I think I was actually getting paid more than my manager at the time because I'd been there so long so I was like he's doing more work than I am and I was like am I going to stay here for another four years doing this and I was like nah something needs to change and I think even women who like I had some women in in my class that were much older. Yeah. Like they were in the, their 50s. Yeah. And they were doing it. And I think the biggest struggle they had was like, oh, you know, like, oh, it's another three years of my life and then I'll be 53 or 54. But they got through the degree. But I think the biggest problem for them is once they were in hospitals, people mm. thought they were senior midwives. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they were like, yeah. oh, you're, oh, you yeah, can't be a grad. Experience. You look yeah. too old to be a grad. Mm. But I don't think that should deter people because no, grads, I just, think at the moment when I'm working with graduates, they just have so much knowledge and so much to get. If I'm stuck with something that I haven't done in a long time, I'm like, oh, where's the crowd? Yeah, 100%. Because <laughs> they, they, they have essentially just come out of this, um, you know, environment like so where they've good. been, yeah, learning and practicing and mm. making sure they do things right. And then, you know, when you've been as in, short yeah, course. like in any sort of job that you're in, you get a bit relaxed. And mm. Your face lights up when they tell you something. But know yeah, the best thing I I think now is once you're a bit more experienced, I feel like I can enjoy my job a lot more now. Like my stress levels aren't as high. Like once I've reached a mark, oh, I can, I can do my job and I can make clinical decisions. And you go and you sort of look forward to, I mean, not always, but sometimes you look (laughs) forward to going to work. I mean, it does also depend who you're working with. But I know like when I have had a really good crew on for a while, I can't be like, oh, this is great. I'm literally just coming to work and it feels like my social life. Remember like like when we used to rock up to night shift and we'd all be walking across the road yeah we'd be like yeah we're like oh my god yeah you make us sound really nerdy (laughs) 
on, man. Well, you did a secret handshake. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. Even as a student, I was like, yeah, I love babies. I'm going to love special care nursery. Did my special care nursery placement. Hated it. Absolutely hated it. Yeah, it really threw me. And I was like, was it just because I didn't like the place where I was working and I didn't like the nurses there? But I did all my midwifery placement in one hospital and I didn't like my special care nurse placement at all, but I really loved my birth suite placement and I didn't mind my other areas. I wasn't like, I love them, but I didn't mind the other areas like antenatal and postnatal. And then when I ended up working um, at a different hospital, which is funny, talking about graduates as well, I was absolutely devastated that I didn't get my first spot for my graduate like devastated and I remember someone being like oh well you know at least you got a graduate like you can't be upset because you got one and and it was like we I got my number two which actually in the end you know talking to people who went to their spot which was my number one I was like oh no I feel so much happier that I got my number two spot and then so from going from thinking I'd love neonatals hating neonatals and then coming I actually ended up loving neonatals and then going from pretty ambivalent about birth suite loving Mm. birth as a student and then didn't mind it and I think it was more to do with the people then the work that made me dislike it so then I moved shifts and then loved it again because I wasn't having to work with I feel like I've never liked birth suite like it's always I've enjoyed I've done births that I've enjoyed and I've the best thing about it is that they they come back to have another baby and they're like, oh, you did my my first birth. I did a cesarean, you know, like I used to do Caesar midwife yeah. a lot. Um, and I was a Caesar midwife for this couple. And we're sitting in the day procedure unit and the father's like, oh, shit, now I know where I know you from. And I was like, oh, God, this is not good. He's like, you've delivered all three of our babies. I was like, no, what? And they were having their third Caesar. So their first was when I was a student in second year. I love that. And I ended up being in the Caesar with the midwife. But the midwife, he's like, no, no, the midwife let you... Yeah, receive the baby. baby. Yeah. You had just started your grad year and he's like you did our second Caesar he's like I remember you and I was like did I oh my god and I I was just I couldn't believe it so I remember thinking so I don't have to be in birth suite yeah babies vaginally make and make an impact make an impact yeah. on someone and yeah. I'm like got a picture with them and got a picture yeah, I was just gonna say that I always love that when people are like oh my god the midwife do you mind if we take a picture of you and the yeah. baby and, like, no, and, and I I know I'm always terrible. like oh my god I look terrible and I'm like are you sure you want me in a picture of that yeah and I'm like okay cool because they want you in their album yeah like although I look yeah. awful like I always you know because who looks their best I mean some girls do look good at work but they're an anomaly um, like I'm, I'm always just like oh how cute is this that in 20 years I'm going to be in someone's do you know history sort of thing oh yeah God. you know they probably won't remember your name or maybe they don't remember who you are but it's kind of cool and the mother was like oh yeah I thought you were familiar but the father's like I remember your voice I remember your yeah. fringe your fringe good thing you still got yeah. it <laughs> rocking the same hair for like 10 years I have a fringe and I've had it for 10 fucking years and it seems to be like a talking point for for patients oh the girl with the fringe and the tattoos I'm like what you're the one with the glasses I got described the other day as the short girl with all the tattoos and the accent the American accent they didn't even say anything about the accent they said something about my tattoos which are not like huge or anything but apparently that's happened that's just how maybe what she saw that's such a nice part of our job that you remembered yeah. for 
other things. And I think one of the best things about being a midwife is that you can walk into a room and spend 10 minutes with someone and you've absolutely made their day because they haven't liked the person before or they haven't connected with, or you've just asked the right questions and you've turned their entire day like, yes. into something brilliant. That is like, saying, so, so I was talking to a nurse the other day who did, used to do a lot of aged care work and she was saying, you know, because in aged care, these, she was working in like a home. So obviously these people, they're there for a long time. So she was like, you know, you get really close to them and you build up this relationship with them because you're seeing them every day for like four, five, six, however many years. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's really sad, you know, when they die because you've got to know them so well. And then she was like, well, how did you find that in midwifery? She said, because you have to be so sort of intimate with these people basically. Yeah. And sometimes you have like five minutes. You can walk into a room and um, hand over and they'll be like, okay, quick, this woman's about to give birth. And you've got to make this sort of instant connection yeah, and yeah. relationship with someone who you've kind of known for like two seconds seconds really yeah. and you're like hi sorry just let me put my hand you know like <laughs> yeah. let me just uh, touch but your yeah, bottom reach yeah let's try and express you yeah but I kind of like that for me I feel like I'm quite a people person even you though are, sometimes yeah, yeah. I hate people but I feel like I have a people vibe like I can <laughs> I feel like I can just yeah. talk a lot of rubbish and you yeah dislike humans because sometimes you come across you see things that you don't yeah you yeah. come across things that make you go but like seriously come on on people like mm. come on you do come across I think because we work with people at a really vulnerable mm. time so I remember the midwives that came in and helped me do hand expressing and that was 13 years ago I remember them yeah. I remember thinking oh, this is weird it's like I'm letting some woman I've never met before like, touch my grab breast my breast yeah, yeah. I was like well if you need to do your job you need yeah. to do your job it is it. funny I always try and make yeah like weird conversation I'm always like this is a bit weird but you know it's just kind of it's a bit like yeah. There, they're just like yeah you have a great job and I'm like what I'm always trying to, I'm like to the dads I'm like so you can learn this is especially with mum's bloody tired and she can't do anything I'm like you get on it and I love it when you teach the dads and then you come back and the dad's like oh good they you d- know and the it, dad yeah. has got like all yeah. this colostrum like two, you know two or three trinches and I'm like what the hell that's yeah. amazing and the mom's just yeah. having a sleep and dad's just yeah going and I'm like this yeah. is so good yeah. and it's yeah. like also teaching women how to do it themselves but yes. like a yeah. lot of women don't like to touch their own breasts <laughs> yeah something I don't understand. oh but also I find when I'm teaching women I find sometimes with especially like hand expressing I'm like oh sometimes it is a bit hard to do it by yourself yeah, because if I'm like there standing in front of you this is easy I've got two hands squeeze swing jars but when you're trying to coordinate doing it on yourself I was yeah, like yeah. it can be tricky I didn't think so, I would be like ex- hand expressing women when I was in midwifery no. lectures I was like this is not I guess it's like yeah when I tell people about that and they're like what you just and I'm like oh it sounds really weird and out of context if you're not you know when you say yeah, I yeah. say to the women I probably should ask you out in date first before doing this and they usually garner a lot of laughs yeah, and then it's an icebreaker. Breaks yeah, life. you don't just want to go in and be like grabbing someone's boob. No, I'm always just no. like, you know, I'm going to do this. Is this okay? Or you know, you can do it yourself. I can show you. Like, just yeah, so yeah. that everyone's yeah. comfortable. Most of the time, yeah. you're just like, you know what? Yes, I'm, yes. I'm yes. Like, well, I to fall asleep. She goes, "This is relaxing." Like, I know. Sam said that, and I was like, I was like, okay, just you know, are you okay if I keep doing this while you're asleep? Because I don't want you to wake and be like, what the hell? And she's like, no, 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 go for it. I need to nap. And I was like, okay, cool. cool. You nap. Like, you I nap. Thought I'd be here. Yeah. Like expressing a woman yeah. why she's having a I know. Like, yeah. But I'm like, you know, that's what you need. You've had no sleep for 48 hours. You nap. 
I'll get some colostrum for your baby, feed your baby, you sleep. I remember like when I become a midwife, I'm going to make sure women look after themselves, even if they have a baby. And I had a woman the other day, she was just so hungry and her husband had brought in something for her to eat, like from outside the hospital, which is probably a good thing. And I was like, well, eat your, eat your Subway or whatever. And she's like, oh no, you needed to show me how to make the formula because they were formula feeding. I was like, another time, just eat. I want you to eat. Dad's going to hold the baby. I'll go make the bottle. I can show you afterwards. It's fine. And she's like, really? But I feel bad. I'm like, eat. And I said to her, and this is the nice thing is that you find that women, like they listen to midwives, right? Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's important that you look, you look after, after yourself. yourself. Yes. Otherwise you can't yeah. look after that baby. And she's like, yeah. okay then. <laughs> yeah. And it's the rapport you also created with her as well. Mm-hmm. So you probably met her and she's realized that, you know, you're helping her. Yeah. Like if you just went out and said, eat. She'd probably be like, what, what? the? Yeah. But I also love sort of in yeah. job like it kind of shows like it's not just, although, you know, you do your time plan and you have your little list of things you've got to do. Like, I never look at. Yeah, but it's not like, you know, <laughs> you might have like, oh, three o'clock feed on the planner, but then things like this happen. So yeah. I like that it's not just sort of like, this is what you do at this time. Like it's really yeah. like regimented. And it you, that way oh, as it, a person. It, I, I think it will be tough if you were very regimented. I feel like you have to be flexible. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think if you, just wanted regimented stuff just be a nurse maybe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think sometimes you come from that nursing background you have this 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 and this and this so it took me it took me a while systems to get... but isn't nursing more systematic oh it's more that this has baby. to be done by this yeah. time so you went in knowing that the baby needs to be fed and it took me a long time to actually get used to, to chant her. yeah, yeah. Mm. and the medications don't this time this time whereas I feel like on a night shift if someone's due their six o'clock Panadol they've been up when I have a grizzly baby, I stick my head in their sleep. I am not waking them at six o'clock to give them pat no at all. No way. Like, no way. They oh, can sleep. Them sleep. <laughs> I see the floor running at 7.30. Here's your obs. Here's your eight o'clock pat at all. And oh, like, God, what? no. What? Jesus. I have to wake up before. <laughs> yeah. Now I give the pat all when they're having breakfast or something. Yeah. Or if they're awake. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, it's... It's very different. It's learning to adjust and... Penny, um, look at Penny. Look at what Carly's doing. Anyway, no, it's an amazing job and it's a lot different from what you thought but you come in I met a client 18 months after I looked after them who came in randomly to my new job on the other side of the city and goes I remember you oh really he goes you've had an impact and I'm like I looked after you for one night but sometimes that's all it takes you just need need one person that's yeah Yeah. that's the beautiful part of the job and it's a lot more than the beautiful babies and (laughs) well I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode and our little insight into to working as a midwife in the real world yeah and yeah. so tune in next time so we will actually be talking about covid next time Ooh, so just yay. yeah hot topic. yeah hot topic hot and very topic. relevant for today so as all the usual if you love us follow us on insta head mm-hmm. on view podcast mm-hmm. and like us subscribe and all that jazz that you do with potties and we will see you next time bye bitches bye, bye. And be sure to tune in next time for more laughs, thrills and real stories from Real Midwives on Head On View.